This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. Joined by Justin Verlander getting the ball on opening day. Steve Sparks here, and I'm with Lance McCuller. Tons of interviews. Robert Ford joined by Michael Brantley. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa returning to the lineup today. Highlights. That is line in the right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. High and deep, and it's gone. A grand slam. Follow your favorite team. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Park. <laughs> For the H. They never said it would be easy. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Greetings from 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm Beach, Florida, where today the Houston Astros continue Grapefruit League play as they take on the St. Louis Cardinals. A split squad day for the Astros today as the other half of the split squad is up in Port St. Lucie taking on the Mets. Astros 1-2 and two so far this spring. Cardinals 1-2-1. and one. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It's Jose Arquiti on the mound for the Astros today. His first outing of the spring. Looking forward to seeing Arquiti build on what was a, a very strong 2019 season. Yeah, we learned some things about Jose Arquiti last year. And one of the things is he's not scared of anything. He's not scared of anybody or any moment or anything like that because he has pretty good stuff. It's not overwhelming or anything else, but, I mean, he comes at you. He pitches inside, but he's going to give you a great chance to win every time out. Genesis Cabrera is on the mound for the Cardinals and uh, one of the harder throwers yeah. in their system, and a system that has a lot of hard throwers. Yeah, St. Louis Cardinals have a lot of big arms in their system, and they love Cabrera. I mean, he's uh, dabbled a little bit in the major leagues, so they've gotten a taste of what he's going to be able to do. But uh, for them is to keep him healthy and, and ready uh, when they need him. They feel like they're going to be contenders, and they feel like Cabrera is going to be part of it. Case of the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, I think the key today is to play quick because you know, <laughs> talking about some some rain and the chance of rain increasing as the afternoon progresses, and uh, you know it, it all becomes about the pitching, right? Trying to get all the arms that you want in there. That's uh, what spring training is. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're trying to get everybody built up, and Urquidy needs to stretch it out a little bit. We're, Hopefully see Forrest Whitley today, Joe Smith. So uh, you want to see those guys, but I also want to see Miles Straw, Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, and, and Correa and Gurriel. I, I want to see those guys get their at-bats and play baseball because uh, that's why we've uh, become such big fans of this team. Astros getting set to take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros pitcher Andre Scrub in big league camp for the first time, but now this from your local station. Looking for a great place to bring your friends and family? Head on over to Carbach Brewing for some fresh craft beer and damn good eats. With our on-site restaurant and sprawling beer garden, there's always something for everyone to enjoy. So grab a Love Street Blonde or a Hopadillo IPA and kick back and relax. And keep up with all of our events by following us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing. 
crafted for serious fun. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Andre Scrub and Bigley Camp for the first time in his career and your first spring training with the Astros. You came over from the Dodgers last year in the Tyler White trade. Uh, first of all, what, what's the experience been so far for you just being in, in Bigley Camp for the first time? I mean, it's been a great experience. I'm uh, playing with some of the great, uh, game's best, learning a lot of things uh, from the hitters and pitchers and especially the coaches. So it's been a, it's been a blast. Anyone in particular who's you really feel like you've you've been able to pick their brain or anyone who's taken you under their wing uh, honestly what's great about this organization is that i get a little bit from everyone mm-hmm. you know whether it's the size sneeze the joe smiths uh mm-hmm. you know the springers it doesn't matter to let me know you know what's working what's not you know for a pitcher now astros fans since you're relatively new to the organization they may not be too familiar with what you bring to the table tell us about what, what you try to do when, when you're at your best? Uh, I try to just induce uh, weak contact. Uh, I do uh, throw a cut fastball, so if I can just land that on the outer half, that's me accomplishing my goal uh, and just really working on that and uh, keeping it in the zone. How do you feel the development of your cut fastball has progressed uh, from when you got signed to, to now? I think it's uh, come a long way, and it's uh, just, you know, took one bullpen with Strom, uh, the pitching coach, to you know just for that to even get even better you know so uh, definitely getting better when you talk about it getting better is it a matter of it getting sharper is it a matter of you being able to throw it more for strikes anything in particular uh just the the consistent velocity uh that you know some of the mechanical things they change where i'm able to get more out of my body Mm -hmm. and you know whether it be positioning uh able to locate it where i want to uh which is the outer half essentially so uh those things they've you know nipped pretty early what um has the experience been in terms of, you know, I know there's a lot of analytical inf- information. I know the Dodgers are pretty analytically inclined. Do you find similarities between the information you were getting with the Dodgers and, and now with the Astros? Yeah, it's it's around the same. Obviously, the you know, the first day I got traded, I got put on this high-speed camera playing catch. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Astros are definitely top of the game there, uh, but it's pretty similar. You went to High Point University. Uh, I believe there was a player last year uh, who got drafted pretty high out of their uh, – when you went there, was was pro ball even on your mind at the time? Because obviously, it's not a school most people tend to think of as as producing uh, lots of lots of major leaguers. Uh, absolutely, um, I uh, you know I was one of the the harder throwers coming out of high school. I didn't get any calls, but uh, my my mother had gotten sick, so I took the school with the the most percentages. I had offers other places, but you can't beat Coach Cozart and uh, the coaching staff there when it comes to the molding players. Uh, into men so do you uh still still go back out back there work out there and and and, and talk to the guys who are there now uh this is the first year i haven't i still mm-hmm. talk to coach kozar on a regular basis you know he uh developed my pitches you know him bringing back guys like cody allen mm-hmm. the curveball and some of the drills he did so this is the first year i didn't uh, you know i was working all off season so i didn't really have time but uh yeah i usually go back there andre scrub thanks for joining us glad you're with the astros thank you back with more of astro launch after this minute made park Fans loving it. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Lock in the best seats with exclusive benefits with 2020 season tickets. This one's hammered to left field. That is a no doubt about it home run. That's hit well and deep to left field. Looking up. See you later. Visit Astros.com slash season tickets, and we'll see you at Minute Maid Park. And that is hit high in the air and pretty deep to center field. It sends back Sierra, still going back at the wall. See you later. A grand slam. 
touchdown for Chaz McCormick. And the Astros go on top 4-3. to three. Astros lead it 4-3 to three now, top of the seventh inning after that grand slam by Chaz McCormick. And a couple of changes for the Astros after pinch running. Stephen Wren stays in the game. Center field and now pitching Anoli Paredes, little right-hander who throws gas. Coming into the ballgame now, so this should be fun. We're pleased to be joined by Brian McTaggart, beat writer for the Astros for a long time, MLB.com. Can I call you Tags? Yeah, you can call me that. Brian, what uh, what do you think about Anoli Paredes? Yeah, I watched a couple of his bullpens when <laughs> yeah. he was thrown over there, and like he's he sticks out. He's fun to watch. Yeah, just the uh, yeah, you're right. He brings the gas, and he just looks pretty effortless. 97 miles per hour on that first pitch misses outside. It's one and zero. So who'd you hear in the clubhouse today? Did you go down there? Yeah, I went down there, visited for a bit with uh, Belak. Um, you know, he said he's uh, you know he was wasn't happy. Obviously, giving up a couple of home runs. Um, he said a fastball to the glove side was a little bit of a problem. But, I mean, this is a guy that's got a high spin rate fastball. You know, changeup is a, a pitch he can, you know, really be a weapon for him against lefties. But, you know, it's his second big league camp, so he he says he's, you know, better positioned this year than he was a year ago for sure. 1-1 pitch is in there for a strike. Another pitch at 97 miles per hour. When you talk to Belak and see somebody in major league camp for the second time, do you notice a big difference from their first camp typically? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The fir that first time they, they sit there and Just they wide -eyed, don't right? say a word. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely a difference. And what's really interesting is if they become a really good player in four or five years, how they you see their true personality mm -hmm. and, and maybe they're the life of the clubhouse suddenly. You know, I, I think we saw that with Springer a little bit the first time he came up for a spring training game. Mm sitting at his locker and, you know, just wide-eyed. Scared, scared yeah. to death, right? And yeah, now he now he owns the place. 2-2 <laughs> pitch is whipped into left field. Backing up on it, it's the left fielder, McCormick. He looks up, and it's gone. Game-tying home run by Eddie Alvarez, the third baseman, goes the other way. He got a breaking ball and went with it. Man. Well, that was a short-lived lead for the Astros. Eddie Alvarez comes in at third base a couple of innings ago, gets his first at bat and goes the other way to tie it up. Four-piece, now Jazz Chisholm. Did you uh, get a chance to talk with anyone else down in the clubhouse today, Brian? Uh, I talked to Verlander a little bit, just about a, a feature I'm working working on, but, uh, you know, no news with him. But he he's talked a lot about this spring, about his how he's changed up his workout program. Wants, wants more agility, just wants to be, you know, more mobile. Um, you know, I asked him again if he thinks he can pitch to 45, and he's like, absolutely. So, and I believe him. I don't see there's, I don't see any signs of slowing down in Justin Verlander. It looks like we'll get to see him on, on Thursday night. Here's the 1-0, and it misses outside. So, what what has he done to change things up? Well, I wish I knew. He, <laughs> he, he hasn't said. He wouldn't really go into details with me. He okay. just says he works out differently. He did mention something okay. about plyometrics. So yeah. tell me about that, Steve. Well, that's like when you're jumping on top of boxes. Yeah, and okay. Doing some agility stuff around cones and things like that. Okay. Well, like, he's, he's, I think he's doing that kind of stuff. So, but, okay. uh, he, I think it's so less weight, less weight bearing type yeah, of thing. So, agility. Yeah. yeah, agility, mobility, uh, two, one, flexibility, pitch. things of that nature. Yeah. Um, so what's the feature you're going to work on, on him with? Well, it's actually for Astros Magazine, just uh, setting up setting up the season on, on him. I'm going to kind of frame it of just look. At, I'm amazed at the stuff he's done since he came to Houston. His resume since he came to Houston, the stuff he's added on to it is incredible from a guy who thought 
three years ago that he might not pitch to the end of his contract when he was with the Tigers. And a guy who we thought, you know, who had a great resume even before he came to the Astros. Yeah. Now he's got another no-hitter, 300 strikeouts, Cy Young, um, 3,000 strikeouts, um, ALCS MVP. I mean, he's, he's really, really added to that resume, that Hall of Fame resume. Well, Gerard Encarnacion will be the hitter now, pinch hitting in the two-hole for Matt Kemp after the walk to Chisholm. So Anoli Paredes comes in the ballgame, gives up a game-tying solo homer, now a walk. Nobody out four to four, talking with Brian McTaggart of MLB.com. Now, I know you love covering the Astros, and you've covered them for a long time, but don't you wish the Astros had players with names like Jazz Chisholm and Victor Victor Mesa? Those are all-time names. Those, <laughs> those are up there. I like Anoli Paredes, though. That's fun to say. Over to first base, got him picked off. Got him in a pickle now between first and second. Low throw to second. It's picked by Duarte as Chisholm's able to get back after yeah. the rundown. Yeah, that low throw, Duarte couldn't grab it cleanly, and that allowed Chisholm to get out of that pickle. All right, so Brian, you, you've been on this beat now with the Astros for 19th year, is that right? 17th year. 17th yeah. year. Um, and you always like to tweet a little bit about something about the Houston Cougars, whatever sport it is. You're a proud alum. Big day yesterday in, in Lakeland, Florida, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey Jelks hitting a, a grand slam. Um, and I, you know, I usually, the, the guys that come in and, and play, you know, the minor league guys from the camp, I usually don't make a whole lot of effort to get to know those guys now. It's just tough. But, you know, boy, I was down there with Corey Jokes in the second. I had my camera out. And, uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Every time I get a chance to come out here, I just want to play hard and uh, just show off what I've been working on. Try to execute it. Can you see your name on the list of guys to come over and play in, you know, one of the big league games that uh, get your juices flowing a little bit? Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's what you want to do. You know, you uh, work out off season, go to spring training just to get a chance to play up here. So every time I get a chance, I make it count. Try to at least. <laughs> what do you think of the year you had last year and just how does that set you up in this year and the, the things you want to accomplish? It was good uh, overall year, and I'm, I'm trying to improve off that year, get a little better every day. <laughs> Nick Hernandez was right next to him. Nick Hernandez went to UH, and Nick Hernandez is like, uh, he said, oh, Corey, you're going to be a, a famous Coug. And uh, I asked Nick, I was like, are you, I didn't know it was Nick at the time. I said, are you Nick? He's like, yeah. I said, oh, uh, we got three Cougs here. Nick's like, no, just two Cougs. I'm like, no, there are three Cougs here <laughs> as well. So. <laughs> Then he asked you if you were Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, uh, no, no, he's not seen my dream <laughs> shake, so he would not ask that. <laughs> no balls and one strike to Encarnacion with the over to first base, not in time. Nobody out. Four-four ball game. The Marlins about hit the Astros ten to three. What's your general sense uh, with new manager Dusty Baker? Uh, is it a more relaxed clubhouse you think, or or? too tough to tell right now. I think it's tough to tell. I mean, I, I definitely see why they brought him here because he, he just has this calm demeanor about him and, you know, he, he'll, he'll start spinning stories and, um, and he, you know, he's a guy that he, you know, hasn't paid a whole lot of attention to what's gone on with the team the, the last few years. I mean, he said that. He's watched them on TV. Um, and then he'll warm up in a, you know, a three-minute story about Hank Aaron and everyone feels good about it. So, uh, <laughs> but he's, he's a walking history book. But, he, you know, he's definitely got respect and he's got stories. And, uh, you know, it seems like the players like his style so far. Good fastball there from Paredes. Strikes out Econacion on an elevated fastball. There's one away now for Lewin Diaz, their first baseman. And I have to imagine, too, that now part of it, it's got to be tricky, especially for you, because 
Dusty's still really learning this team. So right. he can't necessarily offer, you know, tons of insight to this point because he's still kind of learning this team. But I'd have to imagine, you know, you talk about the Dusty being a walking history book and a storyteller. That can really help over the course of a season, you know, when things get tough, when you have a manager who can kind of deflect attention from, from some of the other things going on in the clubhouse. Yeah, and I think he's done a good job of that already. But you're right, you know, the first week of the season, you know, I'm ready to get down to nuts and bolts about the fifth starter. And, you know, he really hasn't even seen the guys throw in person yet. So it made it a little bit more challenging. But you can tell, you know, a couple of weeks in the camp now that, um, you know, he's got a better grasp on the guys. And he's calling Devo Devo. So uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's picked that up. Yeah, he's picked it up. He's getting it a little bit. Here's the pitch to Lewin Diaz. It's in there at the knees for a strike. One ball and two strikes now. Right is working here. In the seventh inning of a four-to-four ball game, you going to the rodeo this year, Brian? No, I don't believe I'm going to the rodeo. Just You're uh, not? no. Is this the first year that you haven't been to the rodeo? Um, first in a couple of years. Went last year to see George Strait. Pitches foul. Closed off. the rodeo, and that, it's just tough, you know. Uh, you know, it overlaps with spring training. Right. It's got to be somebody I really, really want to see. And schedule this year was fine but just the days i was off just it doesn't work out for me going down there so i'm going to set the over under number on you seeing george Strait in concert at six and a half would it be over Ooh, man under? you are close that is close that's close i right? would i would say over say over <laughs> really close yeah take it seven seven yeah if i went back and counted i could come up with seven i'm sure yeah <laughs> wow i've probably been to over a hundred rodeos though the, the different really? shows yeah different shows yeah now you like a lot of people. A lot of people may not notice about you. You used to work in the Astrodome. That's right. Running the uh, scoreboard. Did you? Were you? Mm -hmm. Did you work the uh, rodeo too back I, then? I sure did. Runner takes off. Foul again. I would uh, work the clock. So uh, during um, the barrel racing, uh -huh. I would start the clock, stop the during clock. During the rodeo. And during the rodeo, yeah. At the um, dome. I was the timer for. You know, the eight seconds for the bull riding. I, I started the clock and stopped. The clock. I wasn't the official one. It was all done down on the. On the rodeo arena, but right. for the scoreboard. Um, Why do they have an unofficial one? Just so the fans can see the the, oh. the clock and the countdown. And what does the unofficial uh, timer get paid? I think I was getting fifty dollars. Ground ball to the left side, picked by Kessinger over to second base, Pena to first base on a tasty double play. That was sweet. Well, Brian McTaggart is always. Uh, Number one, you do a great job. We, we appreciate you, but uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch up some more. Sounds good. Thanks, Ed. All right, seventh inning stretch coming up for peace. Houston is the city we love, a city of heart, resolve, determination, a city we embody as we suit up and step on the field each day. We play for the H on our caps, for the legacy we will build together. We play for our city, our home, for the H.